This is the second to last episode of Hippie Witch before she gets a little makeover and a new name. I'm feeling excited. Excited and nostalgic. What if Dolly Parton wrote us a theme song? Would it sound like this? Would it sound like this? Peace, love, and all that good shit. What if Dolly Parton wrote us a theme song? Would it sound like this? Would it sound like this? Hippie Witch, season six. That was a good one. Hello, 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 hello. Thanks for joining me for episode 550 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe and I am the groovy creatrix behind Kick-Ass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com where you will also find the show notes for this episode, including links to the journey. The journey. This is what we are here to talk about today, my friends. I will tell you about the journey in a moment. And there will be an official goodbye final episode for Hippie Witch posting next week. However... I am not going away. I'm not going anywhere. I will still be here on this same channel. All the old episodes will remain up, but I will be posting under a new name. And hopefully the idea is to broaden my horizons in terms of guests that I have access to who may not listen to this show and be therefore initially put off by the name hippie witch and think that they are not an appropriate guest when in fact I think they are because we don't just talk about witchy stuff here and I want to be able to reach out to those people and connect with them without that label getting in the way and the truth is I'm interested in many more things than magic. You probably know from listening to the podcast. I love rock and roll. I love books. I love movies. I'm really into any kind of psychology or personal development. And I would love to be able to talk to people in those fields and not have this barrier between us. I would like to have a wider variety of guests on the show to talk about those things. Psychology, creativity, health, money, and magic still, for sure. For sure, magic. I love magic. <laughs> but anything. I love anything that can help us create the kick-ass life of our dreams. I will still be asking that same cheesy question at the end of my interviews because it's a good one. And I really want to know, what is one tip you have for creating the kick-ass life of your dreams? I never get sick of hearing the answer because it's always a little bit different. And it feels like just a nice way to wrap up, to wrap up an interview, to end things on a high note. So I don't want to get carried away talking about that here because that all deserves its own episode and I will be doing that next week. Today, I just want to focus on the news. The big news, the big important news is that I am creating a tarot deck. I have been reading cards since the spring of 2008, and like most 
tarot enthusiasts I know, I hit the ground running. <laughs> when you get into tarot, you get into tarot. Like you go all the way. And that was definitely me when I got into tarot. And I have been fantasizing about making my own deck all this time, all these years, 14 years. And something that I have been doing behind the scenes is writing a novel series about a tarot reader. My protagonist is a tarot reader. And it literally took me a decade to write the first book in this series. Right now, I'm a little more than a book and a half into it. But the reason it took a whole decade to write my first book is because Kick-Ass Witch is about to have its 10-year anniversary, March 5th. Whoop, whoop. That's when I will be doing the rebrand and all of that in celebration of my 10-year biz witch anniversary. And the thing about that is that was not part of my plan. I had planned all along to do this novel series. However, I saw that divorce was potentially most likely on the horizon, and I did not have a financial safety net to keep my son and I safe and to keep a roof over our head. And I found that creating content on the internet and forming a community and then creating products and programs specifically designed for that community could pay my bills. It was magical. I really never could have imagined being a podcaster or being a life coach for eight and a half years or anything that has happened in the last decade. But Kick-Ass Witch, Hippie Witch, the community that gathered around these things saved me and really kind of became my life outside of taking care of my son, Tanner Golfball DeVoe. And so I really didn't have time to work on this passion project. And so I would work on it in the cracks. And the first however many years, it really got put on the back burner because I was building a business. I was in those early years where you're working like 16-hour days as an entrepreneur. So it really didn't get a lot of love for that time. I would just kind of work on it here and there. And then the final stretch, the last four years or so of that journey was me having to figure out how to make space for this and be really committed to it so I could write every single day, but just little micro movements, like little teeny bits early in the morning before my day got started. And that's how I got it done. I'm saying all of this because writing about a tarot reader, in addition to reading cards for myself, has kept this fantasy alive of making my own deck. And because it took me a whole decade to write my first book, I'm really hot on this idea of two things, micro movements and slow living, going slow and going micro, because now I've seen that it pays off. Now I see that there finally is an end when you slowly chip away at something. And so I'm going to be creating this tarot deck one card, one month at a time. And I'm going to do it on Patreon because I'm changing the tiers up there. I need to make more space in my life for 
pursuing this author dream. And so I've known for a long time that I was going to cut back and cut down on the tears and retire as a life coach and really change things up to give myself a chance to find the readership. I feel like there's a readership for this novel series and I want to find them and I want to take my time doing it and I want to do it right. So I really have spent a lot of time contemplating, meditating, sitting in my heart center, as they say, and waiting for some kind of guidance. Like, what will this look like? Because I'm such an airy air sign. <laughs> Something that I've done to myself many, 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 many times is I can create an amazing plan on paper, like a full-on strategy that really should require like a team of robots. And somehow I end up pulling it all off myself. And I know that I can do this successfully as an entrepreneur, but I also know it is exhausting. It leads to burnout. It's not fun. And I actually want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy my creative journey. And so I was really excited when this idea of creating this tarot deck on Patreon happened because I was like, aha, that is fun. <laughs> that is a lot of fun. That is fulfilling a fantasy of mine. That is engaging with the community over there. And it really ties into this novel series I've been working on. So it kind of feels like things are coming together and moving in one direction. The way I think of it is how I think of the chariot card. I've already said this on Patreon, so forgive me if you heard me say this, but I'm going to say it again because it's the truth. I was thinking of the chariot card when I was thinking about these things coming together. Because for me, when I look at the chariot card, I see a charioteer with two different horses and that the danger there is that the two different horses will be running in two different directions and rip the chariot apart, basically. And I think that's my perspective because that's how I have felt trying to pursue one dream, but also really loving doing the podcast and loving this community and feeling like they were in competition with each other and that I myself was being pulled apart by the two. So bringing them together is very liberating. It feels right. It feels good. So what I'm going to do, I'm telling you this because in full transparency, Patreon charges at the top of the month, and I wanted everything for this new rebrand to happen on March 5th. But also, March is the spring equinox. It's the perfect time to work with the Fool card. And I was like, we have to start in March. We have to start in March, and I want people to be able to join and follow along while I'm creating a Fool card. And also, the invitation is for you, if you want to, to create your own Fool card. And if you are super intense diehard person maybe you'll decide to create an entire deck with me that would be amazing <laughs> or you can just follow along while I create my deck I'm going to be doing a long form podcast like a deep dive on the symbolism and my perspective of each card on a month by month basis so March will be the fool and you know I'll go into depth about how I perceive the fool card and we're going to be working with the Rider-Waite-Smith system because 
because I feel like that's a system most people who love tarot know. You probably have a deck like that at home and it just simplifies things. But anyway, there will be the podcast and then later in the month, I'm going to share my card and invite whoever's following along with me to share if they've made a card. You don't have to be an illustrator or a painter or visual artist to make a card. You could make a vision board or a collage of some kind. You could write words that you associate with a card and then turn that into a sigil. Or you could create a mind map or you could take a photograph that represents the energy of that card. You could do whatever the heck you wanted. Or you could just listen to us riffing on the tarot. But this is literally going to be a seven-year journey. Seven years, my friends. I am setting out on a seven-year journey right now. <laughs> We're also going to have a little bit of fun with the Wheel of the Year because I personally walk the Wheel of the Year. So every turn of the wheel... With this group of people, we will be doing a little celebration over on Zoom, a little show and tell if you want to show off something you've made creatively. I want to support creatives over there, continue to support creatives over there. We are a very creative bunch. So I wanted to make sure that you knew that that was happening now. While we are at the beginning, I don't know who is intense enough of a person to go on a seven year long journey with me <laughs> but the thing is you can pop in anytime if a card is speaking to you you can just do the magician month with us if you're feeling the magician or you can go for a leg of the journey you can pop in and out as your budget and your interest allows and I'm just saying this is what I am doing and if you would like to do it with me you can you can it's funny how fast seven years goes. It's funny how fast 10 years goes. And the way I have come to see it is that time is going to pass anyway. And you really should do something with it that feels satisfying when you look back on it. And I've really been craving that in recent years. I want to make something that last beyond social media and last beyond content creation. I want to make things that last. I want to make a project, you know, this five book novel series or a tarot deck. I want to make a project that when I'm an old lady, I can look back on and be like, yeah, I did that thing. I did that thing. It was hard and it was scary and it felt like a risk and I did it. And I did it for seven years. I did it for a decade. I take pride in that. I feel proud. I'm not ashamed that it took that long to finish my first novel. I'm proud of it. And so now I'm like, what else can I do? If this works for my life as a super busy mom, a proud autism mom and online entrepreneur, what else can I apply this information to? What other long-term, time-consuming projects can I tackle knowing that I can get it done this way? A tarot deck. A tarot deck. Yes, a tarot deck. Making muscles. Transforming my house. There are so many different things that this can apply to. I am specifically talking about this tarot deck I'm creating. 
But what I have learned about going micro and giving yourself a lot of time to finish a project, letting it take as long as it takes. What I've learned about that is you can apply that to all kinds of different things in your life. And what it does is it brings peace. And the peace is twofold. One, it brings peace because you are honoring your own desire, your own dreams, and you're showing up for yourself. And that's very satisfying. And that builds confidence and self-esteem. Two, you're not rushing. You're not racing. You're not trying to get it all done in a certain amount of time. You're letting it take as long as it takes. And so you can do it more mindfully and that creates peace. You're more present and I find it creates quality. Your stuff just looks and sounds and feels and tastes and smells better when it's made mindfully, calmly, without freaking out. I am a recovering panic creator. (laughs) Racing against self-imposed deadlines. Why? Fear of death? I don't know. I think a lot of my fear of death, well, I know for sure it has to do with my son. I would hate to leave my son behind. But also, I think it is, I'm not afraid of what happens to me after I die. It's a fear of running out of time before I get to do all the creative projects I want to do. And I really am that big of a nerd. I have ideas. (laughs) I have things I want to do. And... It's really easy to feel like I'm running out of time, but also that sucks all the enjoyment out of it. And so I have found the antidote is to go slow, very, very slow, very, very micro and give myself a ridiculously long amount of time to do something. And that way I actually get to enjoy the process. Go figure. (laughs) Creating the kick-ass life of your dreams is not about crossing the finish line. It's about actually enjoying the journey. It's about enjoying the training for that race. It's about enjoying the race itself and not just crossing the finish line. Yes, crossing the finish line is awesome. But if everything that leads up to that point sucks, what is the point? That's the kind of thing that I was wondering about during the pandemic. I think we all learned some things. I think we've all learned and are still learning some things from this pandemic. And this particular lesson was really driven home for me. So I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to take that lesson, take it to heart, and let it serve my life. I'm cutting back. I'm cutting back. Anything that is unnecessary, no matter how much I love it. And I am going to be investing more here in the podcast, the public podcast, I have to say. I will be here once a week now. I'm going back to how it used to be where I showed up every week, like clockwork. In addition to micro and slow, I am a very big fan of getting into a rhythm. So I'm going to get into a rhythm with that. I'm going to get into a rhythm on Patreon where I am doing the journey, this tarot creation journey. And I have another tier that is called the Bebo Effect. You might know that podcast. I did an experimental podcast called the Bebo Effect during the pandemic. Two episodes 
but I loved it. BIBO stands for beauty in, beauty out. I loved it. I got a lot of positive feedback about it. And so I decided to make that a tier on Patreon. So that is my new rhythm. And I wanted to tell you about it before March got started because we're going to be working with the full card. I am so excited about this. There are some people that have already signed on and their excitement is getting me excited because I didn't know if anybody would want to create a tarot deck alongside me. I was just offering like, hey, I'm going to be doing this thing. If you would like to do it too, that's cool, but you don't have to. And they were like, oh yes, I'm going to create a deck. And now I am buzzing. I I am shocked. I did not think it was going to go this way. It's a very good kind of shock. It's the best kind of shock. I would not have allowed myself <laughs> to get my hopes up in thinking other people would want to go on this journey with me. It was just an offering like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> And yeah, there's somebody. So we've already got a little group started. I'm excited about that. The welcome materials are still under construction, but because we are just a couple of days away from March 1st, I wanted to tell you about it now. If you follow the link, you can learn more about it in a video that I made for my patrons. If any of this is interesting to you at all, go check that out. And if not, just take the message with you to go micro- and to go slow if you are feeling stressed out. It's actually kind of counterintuitive too. I have found going slow helps me go faster. I know that doesn't make sense, but when you really get into slow living, there's something about it. It's like time expands when you're really, it's mindfulness. It's a mindfulness practice going slow. So the next time you're in such a hurry that you're dropping your keys and you're banging into the wall and you're getting really irritated and snapping at your kids, just pretend like you are going in slow motion all of a sudden. Just get really weird <laughs> and go really slow and you will enter the matrix of awesomeness. It really changes the way you breathe, the way you're experiencing time, the way the people around you are experiencing you, and you drop things a whole lot less. And you know, before I go, I want to thank all the Hippie Witch patrons. It is because of the Hippie Witch patrons that I am able to continue to do the podcast and also to take some creative risks. Like they're so supportive beyond whatever tier that they're pledged at on Patreon, beyond any money. They're so supportive as people, so kind. And I just appreciate them. You, if you're a patron, I appreciate you all so much. And I want to give a special shout out to new patrons Eleanor, Elaine, Karen, Carly, Dawn, Homeschooly, Melissa, and Catherine. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I appreciate you all, and I'm excited to see what this next chapter is going to bring. So until we meet again, much love to you. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.